0: See how Miro users save up to 80 hours every year by meeting less and doing more. Get on board at Miro.com with three boards free forever. That's M-I-R-O.com.
1: Hey everyone, this is John Roca. One third of the Geek Buddies with this awesome ad for you. If you like this show and you want to make your own, and some of you have reached out and asked us about making your own podcast, well, let me tell you about Anchor. It's free. Welcome everybody! Some bonus content from the, the Geek, Geek Buddies. Hey! And tonight we're gonna go today rather we're gonna <laughs> give you our review of Onward. This is a spoiler review, so we will be talking about stuff that happened in the movie. So if you haven't seen it, thanks for the click. Pause it. Go to your local theater. Watch it. Come back. Unpause it and keep watching and see if you agree with our points of views about the movie. This is Pixar's latest film, directed by
0: Don Scanlon. I'm John Roca, writer, producer, and host. I'm Michael Vogel. Apparently early. Uh, writer and producer of animated TV shows and movies, and this
2: is Shannon McClung. I'm an animation writer and a television actor, where you may have seen me on 911, Silicon Valley, and Brooklyn Nine Nine. It would be the actor who messed up the
1: line. Uh,
2: anyway, I let's... need another. I need another take. I need another take.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so this one we were excited. I, I, I think I went with Michael to go see this one. First of then, all, yeah.
0: I was the most excited about this movie. You I just were. want to go on record. Yes, you two fair. are sort of lukewarm on these trailers. Uh, to yes.
1: say the least. Yes. That's for sure. Uh, this one is uh, uh, directed by Don said, it's, it's set in a suburban fantasy world. Two teenage elf brothers embark on a quest to discover if there is still magic out there as they try to bring their father back to life for one day because of a spell he left. Uh, it's Tom Holland, Chris Pratt, uh, Julie Louis-Drivers, Octavia Spencer, and number. Of, and there's only 13 actors in this film, so it was a limited number of characters for a Pixar movie. Kind of rare in that way. Uh, but what was your overall impression of the movie? Anyone want to go first? Well, is it
2: Dan or Don? Oh, sorry, Who's Don. Dan. Dan, Dan. Dan Scanlon. Dan sorry about Scanlon. that. Dan Scanlon. Um, yeah, the, the trailers did Let's not... Let's start there, troll. All right, here we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just clarifying. I'll clarify some for you. <laughs> yeah, you, anyway. want, you want that second take now, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> um, the trailers did not have me that jazzed to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, Pixar. I- I've always enjoyed Pixar movies, but as we had said w- way long time ago, like eventually Pixar was going to go off course, and, oh. and, that, and that's happened with a handful of their uh, handful of their movies. Like two. Uh,
0: okay, I, I, w- I would say more than two. I'd say I'd say two, and a couple of the sequels are not great. Okay,
1: yeah, because I would say good dinosaur and cars two. Are the well, those two. are the worst
0: for right. sure. Right, those are
1: the worst for but sure. But I'll defend cars three. I'll defend monsters university. Would you defend I'll- brave?
0: No, it's a tougher one. It's I true. actually will defend part. I will defend parts I'll of. I'll defend Brave. half I've, of. Brave. I've rewatched Ooh. it a number of times, and I will. It's gone up in my estimation. The stuff that doesn't work doesn't work. But, yeah. um, but I will say this is maybe a little uh, get yelled at here. But I think both Finding Dory and Incredibles Two are fine. i can not agree not with good. Incredibles Two. Just I think fine. I think upon mm, how many times have you watched it?
2: Incredibles Two, two times.
0: Okay, I've watched it. More than that, and I, I think that there's scenes and moments of Incredibles too that we'll get to onward in a minute. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, I think there what are the scenes. Hell? I think there are scenes and moments in Incredibles too that are fantastic. Like there's sequences that are great. It looks gorgeous. There's some awesome action sequences, but on the whole, yeah. upon repeat viewings. It, it just doesn't hold up to that Pixar bar for me.
2: Oh, th- so we're on the same page. That's what I'm saying. Is Incredibles 2, I'm like, ah, I don't think it's. Oh, yeah, no, we're on the same page. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Oh, yeah, I'm glad um- we agree. Glad we agree. <laughs> so uh, maybe that's it for this queue. Uh, be- <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't agree, but I respect you guys' opinion. I, I think Incredibles 2 is a damn good movie. Fighting Dory, not so much for me. I mean, I think because I love Nemo too much. Well, that's the thing. That's, I, think that's I think that's my I think problem what, with what it these yeah. What a
0: lot of these sequels have going for them. Um, Really, those two, I think. Cars 2 is horrible. I will defend Cars 3, yeah, and too. I will get into this in a minute when we talk more about Dan Scanlon. I will I super so. defend Monsters University. I think Monsters University um, is better. I agree. I think it's oh. better than Monsters, Inc. It's ah. bold. I know people disagree with I, this. I might not disagree with you. We might that. have to have a whole episode about that because that's probably my most controversial Pixar opinion.
2: Monster fraternities? <laughs> yeah, there you go. But Good uh, argument. <laughs> I,
0: think, I think Incredibles 2 and Finding Dory fly by on the fact that those characters are so beloved and so likable. Right, right. But anyways, but
2: we're moving on to, to the point. To, to onward, speaking of <laughs> To the university. point, so that
0: because of that, you guys felt that onward was going to be kind of a miss.
2: Well, I mean, it wasn't because of that. It was just because what was being presented, I was mm. not that jazzed yep. about the, the whole conceit of like this was a, this is a fantasy world that has somehow gotten on the track of our world yeah. where they have com- uh, combustion engines, they they have you know you know power gas. Um, I, I just didn't quite understand it, and and this is more the first trailer that I'm right. talking about. When the second trailer got released, and we. Got um, a, a view of that more emotional story, the whole thing with the dad and the dad just being the legs. I was like, okay, I'm I'm getting more on board. Watching the film, it is a delight. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was really, really fantastic. And the theater, I actually tweeted about this. I tweeted at AMC about this that their theater was exceptionally dusty mm. for my for my screening of Onward. Oh, because you were a little emotional. Well, well no, it was dusty. Oh, no, is that what it was? Oh, okay. <laughs> what, what is this salty discharge? <laughs> um Yes, I, I got a little, my, my eyes got a little uh, misty. Enough. Yeah, I mean,
1: I think I, I'm in your boat. I was completely surprised about how much I enjoyed it because I had heard some mixed reviews from my friends in the sphere, my critic friends in the sphere. So I thought, oh, this is going to be okay. It's not going to be great. And as we're watching it, I was having just the most wonderful time mm-hmm. watching the movie, really enjoying the characters, enjoying the story, really liking the chemistry between Tom Holland and Chris Pratt in the movie. Uh, I love Julie Louis-Dreyfus having more than just, oh, my kids are gone. What am I going to do? A more active part of this, of this story. And... The stuff with the dad, having lost my father, uh, it kind of hits you in the right places when it hits you, and it's damn moving. And the way they resolve that, where they where it isn't uh, the child that you think is going to talk to the dad,
0: it's the brother who actually needs... <laughs> I, literally, I literally almost brilliant. yelled at you not to spoil the movie. I forgot this oh, was course. a spoiler yeah, review. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, don't say it. Uh, I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, I uh, kind of... So, so I, as anyone who's a listener or viewer knows, uh, was really excited off the bat. Yeah. Um, I got a little worried the closer we got to release, because I too have some friends uh, who work at disney who had seen it and they were like oh onward is the crappy movie this year soul is the big one to be excited about so going in um, when we went to go see it uh johnny took me to a screening um i went in excited i went in excited but i also went in kind of being like okay this might not be great and kind of similar Mm -hmm. like i'm watching the movie and i'm like well this is this is checking the boxes for me and then i didn't just get a little misty I wept. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, that ending gets you. Wept. Yeah. Uh and it is, like I will say this. Um, you know, it the Pixar magic to me is that they go above and beyond what th- I've said this before, and I mean and I will, I can compare this to what I say about Monsters University all the time, because the same thing stands, which is they go beyond what any other studio tends to tell as far as what the story is and how they resolve it. Mm. They tend to go that step beyond just the, here's the nice, easy message. Um, And in the case of Onward, the nice, easy thing is, My want in this movie is I want to be able to see my dad. And based on everything that happens, he thinks he's going to spend a whole day with his dad. He thinks he's going to do whatever. And it gets to the end and you realize that's not going to happen. And I feel like any other studio would go, well, you got to spend that one minute with your dad and that's what mattered and that was great. And Pixar goes, no, you don't get to see your dad like that's not going to happen. We're taking that away from you, but we're going to reveal to you that the brother that you yeah. think is a disaster has been the guy that's been raising you your whole life and that's what's important and it's more important for him to have that moment to say goodbye. Yeah. Like that is just such a bigger step than you would normally tell in like a quote-unquote kids movie. Yeah. And that's what the Pixar magic is to me is even though these are movies about Elves or monsters or toys or fish or whatever, the stories that they're telling are not kids' stories. Like they're telling stories. For themselves, but for adults that are universal. Mm. Um, and that to me is what made this movie great.
1: Yeah, and I think that's why I push back on people who say, oh, Marvel movies, superhero movies, blah, blah, blah. No, there's real emotional stories going on with these characters. Same thing happens in Onward. I mean, you, you, you can fall into that trap of thinking, oh, it's just going to be a road trip movie with these two brothers and he'll get the resolution. We'll just have to go through these hijinks and antics and they'll almost get caught or they'll almost not be able to make it and then they'll make it. But they do kind of follow that, but they are so inventive in how they... Kind of go against the cliche of what you think is going to happen, as as we have been saying already. But also the dragon thing is really funny oh out of my nowhere. Gosh. The, to having the face on the dragon, even though they, Michael said you know you could tell that was going to happen, it still worked with the placement and the timing of it when it did happen. Yeah. Having a what's the name of the thing the uh, the, the manticore the, the manticore. I mean the manticore thing was out of nowhere, but uh, oh, the manticore thing in a microcosm was what the film was about. <laughs> it was this idea of remembering who you were at the beginning, embracing your magic, and being okay well, with embracing your magic.
0: Yeah, and they really did a good job of taking sort of that Dungeons and Dragons style idea yeah, of yeah. We're going on a quest and presenting it in a way that if you are a and d fan, it's great. And if you're not d and D fan, it still takes you along for the ride. Like we're going on a quest. Well, what do you need to do? You have to go to the manticores' lair right. and find out where the treasure is. And then you find out where the treasure is. And then you have to go solve the riddles. And once you solve the riddles, you do the thing. And like it laid it all out in a very easy to follow way yep. to make a lot of room for comedy and fun characters and character moments.
2: Yep. Yeah, yeah. And 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 the com- like. I have to speak on the com- uh, yeah, to please. the comedy for a moment. Um my goodness, how funny. I mean, the the weekend at Bernie's S comedy yeah. that you get out of the dad. Good comparison. One moment in particular when the pixies are chasing after oh, them and the and the the cloth part of dad hangs out the window and he starts shaking his <laughs> fist. I mean we were on we were on a group text with a friend of ours who hadn't seen the movie and I and we were talking about how good Onward was, and I immediately started talking about that and Michael had to remind me that the fourth person
0: that text chain was not a spoiler yeah, review. It was yeah, not a spoiler. Yeah, yeah, sorry, that
2: was with our friend Jonathan Gabay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that plus like the, the way that they decided to do the dragon, it wasn't like a scary dragon, face. right? It was this big sort of Barney the dinosaur happy face. It and, was the mascot of the school and yeah. and the reveal of it was right. just so funny. And then the dragon eyebrows. Oh my gosh, oh, yeah. I was ready to piss myself at that Plus point. Plus
1: the message, right, of what the main kid, Tom Holland's character, is going through, this idea of wanting to find where he belongs, right? He thinks my father is the avenue for me to find where I belong. If I meet my father, hug my father, talk to my father, he'll give me these life lessons that I never had or didn't think I'd had, uh, and then I can be cool with these friends, and I can stop being anti-social, or awkward, rather, not anti-social, but awkward about everything, and then... You real, and then when he realizes what he realizes it's like oh my god and it's so brilliant because when he realizes it you realize it as you're watching it and you're like oh my god this is so brilliant the way they're yeah. doing this but then also the journey the other brother is on this thing of like how, how out of place he's felt he's gone overboard doing all the things that he's done because you didn't know in the movie that he felt the need to have to be on top of his brother all the time to be that dad figure that he that wasn't there for him he had enough of his dad to remember his dad's lessons so his job was to kind of pass them on to his brother and always look at the bright side of things. So when
0: he finds out what his brother really thinks about him, when he starts to fade in that spell, you are heartbroken. yeah. I would say like that was, uh, that is, it's a good, it's a good point about that moment. Um, you know, Pixar does a really good job of being really funny and then instantaneously punching you in the gut. Yeah. And the sequence that you're talking about where uh, Ian and Barley, uh, Ian cast a spell of, uh, of transformation so that right. he yeah. appears to be uh, the boyfriend centaur cop. Right. And they're talking to the other cops, and anytime he tells a lie, part of the spell falls apart. And so first, it's really funny, like he's trying to make sure he's t- telling the truth as much as possible. But the moment that one of those cops says to him, "Oh, you know, you're old," you know, uh, that other that other brother, he's a real screw up. Yeah, and Ian says, "No, he's not." And part of him transforms and you were something that you were just laughing about, something that was played up for comedy uh, instantaneously becomes like just this gut punch because you see Barley's expression. Yeah. And that's shock. And really, that's what the whole movie is about. It's that Ian thinks that his brother is a screw up. Everybody, everybody thinks that Barley is a screw up. Uh, and nobody knows that he's carrying this inner pain that he Mm -hmm. never, that he never got to say goodbye to his dad, that that's a memory that he holds on that something he feels so embarrassed about, uh, was, was so upset. Couldn't go talk to his. And again, like to watch an animated movie and have an animated character say when dad was sick, I was supposed to say, go, but he had all the tubes hooked up to him and he didn't look the same anymore. I mean, that is like for anybody who's ever lost a loved one, like that is such a, real moment Um, that's what got me and then again to have him have that to to kind of have that realization that this movie what Ian thought he wanted which was to have that moment with his dad to kind of figure out who he is right uh, to realize that who he is was made by this brother who's always been there for him and that the real person that had to say goodbye like i was saying is barley yeah. it's just such a beautiful moment um that kind of comes out of nowhere and i would say to anybody i mean there's a lot of people that are like this is not a great pixar movie this doesn't have the pixar magic and to me that is what the pixar magic is like i do agree uh as much as i enjoyed the movie you know i wouldn't say that onward is on that level of like Toy Story Three, Finding Nemo. Um, you know, I mean, I think Pixar's biggest issue is they've knocked so many things so far out of the park. Inside Out, yeah. movies that have just like gone beyond what an animated movie was even supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, that when you have a movie like this, like I and I said this to you when we got out of the theater. Mm-hmm. If any other studio, if Warner Brothers, DreamWorks, anybody had come out with Onward. Everybody would be going apeshit over this movie, talking about how amazing and emotional it was. But because it's Pixar, we have such a high expectation. I mean, Pixar is just that gold standard of animation that we expect everything to sort of go beyond what we've ever seen before. So whenever they have a movie like this that is just a solid home run by any stretch of the imagination, there's gonna be people that are like, well, okay.
2: Well and also it had sort of a soft, soft opening. It did Um, 40 million. It it opened on the lower end of expectations. And some folks are talking about like, well that might have something to do with the coronavirus or, you know, people kind of wanna wanting to stay out of the public. If that is the case, if that is why you avoided the movie, you know, God love you. If that's not the case, go see this movie because it is really, really wonderful.
0: I actually, and I actually soft pedaled it. So we saw it. Yeah, we Uh, did. You know, you and I went to studio screening, but then um, last weekend, I went, it was supposed to be with four people. It ended up being with about 20 people (laughs) because that's what happens when I go to see a movie. Uh, But I, because of people's reactions to the movie, even though I quite liked it, everybody was like, well, you've already saw this Vogel. Like, what do you think about it? And I was like, it's good. It's not Pixar's best, but it's a really fun movie. I think you're going to have a good time. Because I didn't want to like oversell because, like, even (laughs) though I like something, maybe, maybe, maybe that's just me, maybe whatever. Uh, What's the life of a critic? So we go and see the movie, and we get to the end, and like half of those 20 dudes are crying. Wow. (laughs) Like, and we get out of the movie, and everybody is like emotional and really loving it and just thought it was lovely. Mm. And, uh, you know, I really do think, like, I highly recommend this movie. Um, I love animated movies, so I tend to go see all of them, and I like a lot of them, but I'm also super critical of them in a lot of ways. Um, Are there any things that you guys didn't like? Um, Not really. I mean,
1: I enjoyed the animation aspect of it all. The larger style, the more rounder, bulbous style of the animation really worked for me. Um, I don't know if there's anything that leaps to mind that I didn't like. I enjoyed the way they did. I even liked those pixies. I didn't know if I was going to like that pixie stuff. It was a bit too much, but it really worked.
0: Those pixies made me laugh.
1: Right. And they never like resolve. There's no change. The pixies just, oh, yeah, we can fly. Great. (laughs) Now we can cause even more havoc, you know. And so there's not that change with, oh, yeah, we've learned ourselves. you know. I think at the end of the day, they kept hammering home the right message, which is always remember the magic you have inside you. Even No matter how far you go down the road or how much you change or how modernized you become, become never forget the magic you had inside you because that's always the foundation of what can bring out the best of you uh and you can find that you can you can uh what do you call it you can um, m- m- connect those two so strongly and get there uh and uh, trash unicorns uh, shout out to trash unicorns
2: <laughs> yeah not, not not really i mean I can, I can only think of stuff that i'm like well if i have an alternative to make something better yeah and i don't know how you make that movie better i mean i didn't love the design of the elves I feel like mm. maybe maybe a, a different design would have been could have been a stronger choice right. that's really the only
0: thing that I could think of I think um the one thing that sort of i probably would have wanted to tweak a little bit um and again i this is being nitpicky like I love right, it right, like right. The, the, like you get to the point where you're really being it felt to me like even though magic had ostensibly disappeared like hundreds thousands of years ago right it kind of felt like it just happened. Yeah. Like people still kind of like, like the fact that the manticore's lair was still there. And like the fact that Barley sort of saw things and still a, this is the magical thing. And I don't know how you solve for that. Like, I think it would have been, it would have changed some things in the story that might've made it more challenging, but it did feel like from a world building standpoint, I wanted to feel more like the magic stuff was so far removed, right. but it still felt like, you know, there was still like these things up that nobody had taken down. It just mm. felt like you, if you could have, made it feel like this world, the magic stuff was so out there that would have made barley feel even weirder for believing in it because like, Uh it just was kind of like, it was sort of taken. Oh, look, Oh dad, dad wasn't a wizard. He was an accountant. Oh, but he left us this thing. And you know, it just, it was a little bit too easy in that respect.
2: Yeah. I mean, I guess the only way you really could have addressed that because clearly the manticore had done this, but like she had done the magic stuff
0: before maybe
2: making that she had never done it. So these are are her, this could have been the
0: ancestor and she's just doing that. So I think like some little tweaks like that would have made the world feel more lived in. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but again, this is being super, super nitpicky. Uh, and perhaps that would have made things not feel as immediate. I don't know. So I'm not, I'm not dogging the movie for that. Like it's not like a big issue. That's probably one of the only areas that as I was watching it, I was kind of like, Oh, maybe this, but yeah, I loved, I I loved the pixies, uh, trash unicorn. I thought the manticore Octavia Spencer was really funny. Did a great job. Um, and great leap of faith. By Tom oh Holland, oh my what God, a great
2: sequence, which
1: echoed ironically. Last Crusade, Last Crusade, which is what a lot of people think Chris Pratt could take over Harrison Ford
0: for Indiana Jones. So he, I love he cannot. Point. Okay, all right, but <laughs> all of that was really great the way it was done um, and yeah. funny. Yeah, super, super great. Uh, I'd probably put it ultimately, and this isn't because yeah. Onward. It, it's the same as when we rate Marvel movies. There's just so many really good ones. I mean, it's probably somewhere in the middle of Pixar movies if I'm going to rate it. Yeah, I would say
2: upper middle. If, upper if, if upper you, middle. If you have three tiers, it's upper yeah, it's, middle.
0: Yeah, I think yeah. it's upper middle Um, only because the top tier is reserved for like those. Um, re- the Toy Story movies. The Toy Story movies. <laughs> right. Um, But uh, but yeah, really, really great. Definitely something I'm going to watch over and over and over again. Yeah. Uh, one to ten, what's your uh, score for the movie?
2: Uh, I'd, I'd go 7.5.
1: Okay. I'm going to go eight and a half. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'll go eight uh, uh, in that way. So there you go. That's our, our uh, review of it. We loved it very much. Go see this thing as all of us have recommended it to you and let us know what you think in the comments section below there. Like and share this video on your social media and subscribe to the Outlaw Nation channel. What do you want to tell
2: them? Yeah, if you'd like to follow us on social media, on Twitter it's at geek underscore buddies. On Instagram at the underscore geek underscore buddies. If you'd like to follow me on social media, on Twitter it's at Shannon underscore McClung. On Instagram at Shannon the Geek Buddy. If you'd like to follow Mr. Vogel, it's at MKToon. If you You'd like to follow Mr. Roca? It's at The Roca Says.
0: Anything else? Uh, you know what? We'd like to get some animated conversations going oh, here God. on the Geek Bunnies, and we need your help to do it. So uh, if you're watching, uh, go ahead and subscribe, leave some comments, do some stuff down here. And if you're listening to us on iTunes or Spotify or Anchor or anywhere that podcasts are listened to, um, go ahead and rate us, give us comments, do it there, uh, retweet us, put us on Facebook, do whatever to get more people listening because the more geeks we have, the more conversations we're going to get into. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, there you go. All right. Well, you guys
1: will fill out the top half of us if you do that. So thank you all so much for follow, for downloading and listening to this review of Onward here on The Geek Buddies! Hey! Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwein